Okay, so hi, good evening, everyone. So today's topic, we are going to talk about lockdown. My host is going to be myself and Max and Jay, and we have a special guest again, wonderful Michael. And um, I will basically, uh, my, my uh, host will be covering the topic of lockdown. And at the end, we will have Q&A. Uh, Michael, so uh, I'd like to start with you because, you know, you have so much to say. What's your say? What do you have to say about the lockdown they've extended for six months? I'm not surprised. Um, you, <laughs> I did. This is embarrassing. I have missed the news tonight. What have I missed? The lockdown's oh, uh, been extended to when? Okay. Um, Max, can you uh, literally, you know, explain uh, what the headlines have been today? I'll let okay. you do yeah, no worries. Uh, evening, Mike. Where are you doing, fella? I, uh, I'm good, thanks. Yeah, good. Uh, it's been announced, uh, apparently, that the lockdown is going to be continued. They're extending the furlough. The lockdown's beginning to continue till September. Uh, another six months. Right, yeah, 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 yeah. I knew that. So, um, uh, they said that the, uh, the 21st of June isn't happening. Or are they still leading us down that the 21st of June is going to be the end of it, but the furlough's going on until almost October? Yeah, I mean, my belief is that they're pulling, they're pulling a fast one. They're giving it the 21st, but then they said that the, the lockdown structure is staying in place till September and then extending the furlough till September, like you said, October. But it's all very wishy-washy, so they, they're, they're throwing the bone and the carrot thing at us. Um, we might be, we might not be. There's nothing, they've made nothing really definite apart from the lockdown is going to continue. But right, whether or yeah. not they're going to lift the restrictions in June, they're not sure yet. They don't know. Trouble is with that, I think, is if they lift the lockdown restrictions, then we're no longer in a state of emergency or medical emergency, what they've done this under. And if they do that, well, there'd be no reason to push the vaccine then, would there? Exactly, yeah. They used, uh, they used the lockdown at Christmas to, um, to push the vaccine because obviously, you know, up to November, we were all back. We weren't free, don't get me wrong. There was no football matches or you, know, you couldn't go to any. You couldn't gather in crowds and stuff. But we could go to the pub and sit there till six o'clock as long as we were two metres away from everyone. But now, with, with that, that, that didn't encourage people to rush out and get the vaccine. So, bang, December came for the release of the vaccine. They put us all into lockdown again and then promised us that the only way out of lockdown is the vaccine. And then here we are, having injected everybody who's in the at-risk category, but we're still in lockdown. So the vaccine wasn't the way out of the lockdown. And now, like you say, here we are until furlough's going on until the 31st of September. You know, regardless of the vaccine rollout and what, they're blaming it on Brexit now. It's just a joke. I read it somewhere, basically, Michael, that um, basically that they're blaming it on the infection rate, on the PCR tests on the children. So look at the tactic they're doing it. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. I'm laughing. I read it somewhere. They're saying the children's infection rate is quite high. See, they're just crazy. They're just, I don't know. They're using that PCR test. Listen, I found out today, right, um, this is a true story, that th there is one family and 
they are related, not related directly, but to members of my family, who when the children come home from school, they make the children shower and change their clothes in case they bring home the killer COVID from school. They're that, they're that scared. They won't let anyone into their house. They're following the rules 100%, but sterilizing the kids when they get home. Can you fucking believe it? Wow. It's unbelievable. People believe in this rubbish. That's, that's the scary part. People are still believing it a year on, you know? I don't know what's going through people's mind. Like, I was in uh, the vaccination centre the other day and a guy, I was explaining to him what's inside of the nanotech, let's call it the snake oil. The yeah, snake yeah. Oil, they said basically, oh, he went into a conversation with about the chicken being halal. It's from one subject to when he, to a total different subject. And I asked him <laughs> and I said, I'll give him the evidence, what's inside it. But, you know, ignorance, it's at its high more than ever. And yeah. um, the other update is the community centres and the mosque, they are attacking them by getting them to promote it. It's, just, it's, it's appalling, you know, these mosque community centres. And I'm sure it's the same thing for churches and yeah. the temples. They all get promoting it and get yourself your vaccine. And why would the community lie? He's a leader. He's a role model. It, it's, it's really bad. And, you know, it, it's, it's nonstop going on. It's yeah, absolutely. You know, and today I was at work um, and all the nurses, I had one nurse in tears to me saying she doesn't want to take it. She's never taken any vaccine in her life, let her know this. But they are forcing them to a point where they've given in. They said, I have a roof to pay. Oh, I know it's poison, but what can I do? I, I can't do nothing. They feel helpless. And, you know, I didn't know what to say. I said, look, stay strong and just pray to God in it. You know, what can you do? Like, I mean, I did say the law side, but they're not going to look into that and go into the law. You have to be really brave and strong going through yeah. this legally decline. But um, they, they really are corrupted and getting them, pushing them hand because they're going to see the patients directly. And that's why they're saying that you could be catching something and giving it to them. Really it, takes, it takes a certain kind of strength to um, to fight against it. When when it, when the um, the pressure is so intense from the government, from your management, from your bosses, it takes a certain kind of strength. You know, you have to um, you have to first of all, if it was me for argument's sake, I used to work for the NHS for all my working life. Um, I, I said to my uh, sister today, if if I worked for the NHS now, I would have been sacked. But first of all, what you do is, if you believe strongly enough and they are pressuring you, then bang, you go off sick with stress and you get your doctor to sign you a sick certificate that you are under extreme stress because of it. And then you drag that out. That can last six months, you know, before you go on to half pay, right? You drag that out. Your mental health has deteriorated, okay? And then if they terminate your contract, then, then you've got to... Um, go to a tribunal, you know, and you've got to fight them in a court and you've got to make them prove that you are putting people's lives at risk. And they can't do it. They can't do it. But like I said, that takes a certain kind of person and a certain kind of, um, you know, you've got to be steadfast in what you believe. But like you just said, a lot of people are just too scared. Oh, my boss said this, so I better do it. Uh, you know, I've never done what my boss has said once in my life. So I certainly wouldn't start now. Yeah, definitely. But um, going back to the main topic today, obviously our discussion is on lockdown. I mean, how do we come out of this, uh, Michael? You, you know, you guy, you're a guy with 
genius ideas and you know his thoughts good plans right. and, you know without obviously you know like we don't want to well, know, making the well, law or anything so what would what, what can we do as as a community to basically as a, com- as a community right we we have got to start breaking the law right you know and what i mean by that is we have got to visit our family we have got to hold their hands we have got to give them a cuddle we have got to carry on like life is normal before the covid because they haven't got enough police to go around to everyone's ass to see who's visiting who right so that's the first thing we got to do that's basic right we, we just got to carry on meeting each other secondly right what we've got to do and we've already started it down here in Kent, and um, I've heard that a lot of other people are starting it. We arrange to meet people. We we arrange with like-minded people in our area. We bring a, a flask of coffee with us. We go to the park. We sit on a park bench, 10, 20, 30, 50 of us. The more we can get in the park, I'm not talking about a demonstration. I'm just talking about a group of like-minded people meeting together in a park. No masks. No social distancing. We do that every weekend. We let these people know that they are not going to beat us. As far as ending it legally, you know, so many people, have you've heard it as well as I have, so many people are saying, oh, Hancock's going to get arrested. We're suing Boris Johnson. We're suing the WHO. We're suing this one. We're suing that one. But like you said, we're still in lockdown till September. Is all the legal stuff going to work? I, you know, I'm not going to hold my breath on that. I really ain't. No, you're right, Michael. Um, I agree entirely with you on that score. Um, and that's it. what you've just said. It's exactly what I do right now. I just live my life. I don't wear a mask. I don't do anything. The lockdown strategy, I believe that they've just extended for another six months. All that's going to do is it now embitter people. Whether they've had the jab, whether they wear masks or whether they've had the PCR test that are poison, it doesn't matter. I think that a lot of people now are going to be really pissed off, no matter who they are. I know there'll be the naysayers who still finger point, but I believe there's a lot of people now that are going to be more pissed off than what they were already. Yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. And and you know what? They, they are playing into our hands. What we can hope for as a group, as a truth, truth movement group, right, what we can hope for is that come June the 21st, the lockdown doesn't end, right? This is what we really have to hope for because everybody who rushed out and got their jab thinking they were going to Benidorm and thinking they were going to go down the pub, when we get to the summer, it's 80 degrees outside and they're locked in their houses, they're going to say, hold on a minute, they lied to us and it's going to have taken them a year and a half to work out that the government have been lying to them, but they got to realise. They promised them they could come out in the summer. They promised them that the vaccine was the way out, and then they are pulling the rug out from underneath them. And if that don't wake them up, then they deserve to be locked in their ass while we're all down the park and on the beach. Yeah, I agree entirely, mate. This lockdown strategy can only now work against them because of their Absolutely. You know, like you said, they're promising, 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 then they take it back, and then they take it back again. And it's just nonsense, mate. And if you can't see that, like you said, you deserve to be locked up in your house if you can't yeah, see it. Yeah, yeah, So, you know, the question is, we, we, or I say we, obviously everyone who's on here 
everyone who follows your group, everyone who follows my group, we are awake. We know what the score is. We have to continue our lives as best we can. All right, we can't go to the pub. But listen, the clocks go back soon. It's going to be bright in the evening. Get yourself a few bottles of wine. Meet your family down the park. Sit on the grass. The weather's going to be nice. Drink, get drunk. Take a, a stereo with you. Play loud music. And let them know that our lives are going to carry on regardless. That's the way forward. <laughs> you know, and I have to be a bit negative here and say, see the bad side if we don't do anything like what you just said, Michael, Max. Um, if we just sit in our ass and just continue the way they ask, they, you know, they ask us to do, you know, sit there and do nothing, then what will happen is with this lockdown, it's not going to be extended for six months soon. They're going to um, condition us and change the name of the lockdown and call it something else and we are never going to go back to what we had to some form of normality which is going to the shops cinema bowling and you know enjoying our normal livelihood you can say goodbye to all of that because by then everything will be destroyed and there won't be nothing left uh, what would you say to that michael listen you're you are absolutely 100 percent correct because all the all the pubs have gone bust right the, the small locally run pubs have gone bust we know that they're being bought up by the big companies like weatherspoons and stuff like that they're buying them up at rock bottom prices the cinemas have all closed down right and now they're they're releasing films on um, netflix and amazon and all that the big exactly. corporations when when lockdown does end to whatever degree it, it does end the places we we would have gone to before just will not be there they will not be there. And so you will have to go to a giant corporation. You can't go to your mate's pub on the corner and have a bit. No, no, that'll be owned by Witherspoons, you know. And if, if it's not making them enough profit, they'll just shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. So that you'll go into a small town centre like mine down in Tunbridge and there'll be one pub. There'll only be the one pub and it'll be owned by the giant corporation. And every penny that's made over the bar goes back to the giant corporation. All the small business owners, by the time this lockdown ends, they're destroyed. They're all on um, universal income, universal credit, whatever it is. So, you know, you, sorry, Michael, you know what I think will happen if, if that does happen? Because we, we all like to have a bevy in the summer, don't we? All of us. Absolutely. Right. You know what will happen if they do that and that happens? You know what I think will happen? It'll be like we'll have speakeasies. So then we, like you said, we'll have gatherings of people and they'll gather in a certain place or someone's house or a shed or somewhere like that. And you'll have like a speakeasy where you'll go and have a beer and you won't be giving your money. To can, you, can you imagine though? Can you imagine? Just like, you know, like um, in, the, in the... Oh, I forgot what the yeah, word is. It, yeah, in the 30s, in... in I know it's only when, when America had prohibition. And prohibition, that's it. Right. Can you imagine? You get half a dozen people in your garden shed. You've made a little bar out there. You've got a dartboard out there. You get half a dozen people. And then the police raid your house. That is what's going to come. The police are going to raid your house. They're, they're already listen. doing it. They're already yeah. doing it. Michael, they did it to, what's his name? Um, Alex. Um, I don't know if you know him. He's a YouTuber. But um, regardless... They they didn't even they they arrested him few they've not they they tried to arrest him three times and it was the fourth <laughs> time they broke into his doors and basically um, they didn't they didn't know they said they didn't know that the police came three other times and um, they couldn't even answer him back 
you know, what they ask just two questions. As this is absurd. They will be coming in our doors and our homes. Yeah, yeah. To, for no reason and causing, like, they're gonna be like uh, thugs coming in. That's the way. Yeah, yeah, thugs yeah. Stasi. Our doors and then causing harm and you know stress, distress. And then they say, oh, sorry. You know, you well, that's the life. thing, and you know, you know, again, back to what we were talking about the other night. The people we got to worry about in those circumstances, like I live in a village, the old bill don't come around here ever unless they have to, right? Would be the neighbours phoning the police. Your neighbours will be looking through their curtains and they'll say, "Oh, I saw two people go into that house over there." Bang! They're on the phone to the police to get their little reward. You know, this is this is the life we're looking at, guys. It's just petrifying but like i said like you guys said we're just going to keep doing it we're going to keep meeting and if they're going to storm my ass then we'll meet at somebody else's ass you know and then we'll just keep moving until they they can't find us or until they get bored no until they complete their agenda michael that's what it is all of this. yeah no yeah up. everybody listen carefully all right um I'm, I'm saying it to you i'm sorry being a bit harsh but this is the real talk here no one's going to be real talk to you because we are surrounded by sheets. But we will, they will not give up until they complete the agenda. Because it's like this. When you do a mission, you, you, until you complete the mission, you keep trying and trying. Like in the game, you fall, but then you get back right up. You know, like, like what happened the other week. We, we, we fighted and we fought with that protest. But um, then they tried to fight back at us by, by little, little punches. You know, and that just shows of our power of our community. That protest now, you know, the lot once once the lockdown, uh, if it does, once it's been confirmed and stuff, the lockdown been extended, which it will be. Um, what do you think, Michael? Do you think this protest works? A lot of people say, yeah, protest works for a lot. You know, trying to get out of lockdown. A lot of people say no, it doesn't because we don't come out of lockdown. What, what's your say on that, please? Right. Well, I'll tell you what. Since since day one, I've been saying about not bothering to protest, they don't do anything. And I still stand by that. The protests don't do anything. Like, the government didn't say the day after we protested in London, oh, let's end the lockdown because 100,000 people turned up. Nah. But what it does is it shows, it shows other people that may be sitting on the fence that there are enough of us who believe in what we are doing. We believe in what we are saying. You know, and we're not just like I'm just average Joe, right? But the reality is our movement, our, our freedom movement, our truth movement is full of doctors and lawyers and people who can come at their argument with facts and figures and data. Yeah. And the, you, your people on the street who, who are sur surfing social media, they're going to see 100,000 people. And they're going to say, wow, hold on a minute. Are they all wrong? Is that 100,000 people all wrong? Or is something going on with this government? They promised us this. They didn't do it. They promised us that. They didn't do it. And now all of a sudden, you've got 100,000 people marching around London. So it's not going to affect the government at all. What it's going to do, what I believe it's going to do, is wake more people up. But yeah, um, what if, we, if, we if protesters... Sorry, go ahead, Max. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Michael. I think it, as far as the government goes, protests don't mean shit to them. We're just, we're just scum to them. Absolutely. Uh, that, that's how they see us. But like you said, the trouble is that when people see people, 
ordinary working people see people doing what they're doing that attracts attention and that's what you need to do attract attention and going on forward from that they're talking about these uh, which is to do with the lockdown also is these fucking green passports or the certification certification bullshit which can't roll as far as i'm concerned because that's discrimination but so what they're good what i think they're going to do because they've extended the lockdown, what they're trying to do now is they say, all right, well, you won't need a green passport or you won't need to have a certificate. And they're going to do a double turn and then say, but you only need to take a PCR test to go in the pub. You only need a PCR test to go into a football stadium. But if you go down that road, that's a slippery road back to the passport or stroke certificate. Of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, this is this is the ludicrousy of it. You've got to prove that you're not infectious with a disease that's never been isolated. So it, it's just ridiculous, the whole thing. It picks up the PCR test that they use. We all know it picks up any dead cold or flu virus that you may have had. It will pick up the fact that in January, in December 2019, I had a bad flu. And the PCR will pick that up now, you know what I mean? Because they're amplifying it 46 times or whatever it is when the guy says it shouldn't even be amplified more than 20, you know, and it's just the the whole reasoning behind what they're doing, it, for anyone who spends just five minutes of their life looking into it, can see how flawed the whole lot is. You're absolutely right, mate. Definitely. Also, with that, I'd like to add, with the new lateral flow test, PCR test, where they're talking about the... Um, Oh, Christ. Uh, ethylene oxide that's been impregnated into the new buds that they're making. Yep. And it clearly states that on the package. But also what I fucking discovered today, excuse my French, everybody, is the newer batches that are now coming out. They're removing the EO from the packet so you don't see it, but it's still there. And this Cheeky stuff, if you're, doing, if you're doing that test, twice a week or, or your kids are in school and they're having one every other day or or two a week whatever it is they're sticking poison up your router yeah so what else going on and that's all under lockdown so if they lift the lockdown they can't yeah. do that because it's no more emergency is there if they lift in the lockdown the lockdown is for the emergency measures so as soon as they lift the lockdown they can't then enforce jab pcr tests or nothing because it's not an emergency anymore. That's why they're not lifting the lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Because if they lift the lockdown, then, you know, people won't even bother getting their stupid vaccine because yeah. they'll say, oh, why am I bothering? That That's the whole reason we went back into lockdown in December when the rollout of the vaccine started to tell people, oh, you're only coming out if you have the vaccine. And then when they made it law, not law, they didn't make it law. When the government advised schools to test children twice a week, there's only one reason they're doing that. You know what I mean? There's only one reason. And then, and then I'm hearing on the grapevine that in August, they plan to start vaccinating the children. Have you guys yeah, that, heard that? That's crazy. Yep, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that I've heard that. And that's absurd. And I don't yeah. know how they're bypassing the law and making it legalizing it to... Under the emergency measures. It's all bollocks. Yes, yes, I tell yes, you something, yes. my grandchildren ain't having it. That's for sure. I made sure about that already. They can I'm sorry guys, but they can go fuck themselves. Yeah, I'll make you right. I'll make you right. I, I 
unfortunately, as you guys know, my family will go down that path, you know, and there's nothing I can do about it. They believe that they're, they're doing it to, to save the planet from the killer COVID. So th there's nothing I can do. I, although I would love to go down there, fly in like Superman and grab my grandkids and, and fly off with them, but that's not going to happen. Yeah, definitely. Those of us that just joined, you can ask the Q&A at the end, so don't worry, uh, keep the hands up. Uh, I want, the next question for you is, uh, Michael or Max, uh, basically, what do you feel have to say to those that are affected by the lockdown continue? What can you advise them? Because there's loads of people uh, in this chat probably or know somebody that's distressed and upset. Um, is there any tips or ideas what they can do to obviously, you know, not going into fall into that depression mode and, you know, let, feeling upset and hopeless? Because there are going to be loads of people out there. Is there any inspiration you could either of you can give? Please feel free. Well, I'll go with, um, I'll, I'll go first. First of all, the most important thing is get outside your front door. You know, if, if you're laid up from work for six months, a year, whatever, do not sit in front of the BBC all day. Get outside your front door and walk. Go to the park, look at the greenery, smell some flowers. The most important thing for your own mental health, and, and that's even regardless of, of the lockdown, you know, back before. If you isolate yourself in your house alone or even with your family, but you're locked in, that, that makes everything seem that much worse. Go out, sit in the park, you know, walk with the kids. Walk to, every, every area, every city's got a park. Even London, they've got some great parks. Just go out, get in the park and get some fresh air and some sunshine. That's the most important thing to start with. Wonderful. Thank you very much. Max, do you have anything to say? Anything yeah, else? Yeah, I would, I, I would agree with that. Uh, my advice is exactly the same as Michael's, uh, but also with that, live your lives. Stop wearing a mask. Take them off if you wear them. Take them off. Go and live your life. Go out every day. Go in the sunshine. Go for a walk. Go down the shops. You know, do what you would normally do. I've just learned to ignore all this bullshit because if I took any notice of it, I'd have committed suicide by now. I couldn't live like some of these people are living. I couldn't do it. I mean, I'm an old man. I live my life every day like it was like I used to live it. Nothing's changed for me apart from the morons that are walking around looking at me like I'm some sort of baby. That don't <laughs> bother me. That don't bother me. They can go and do one. That's it. That's their choice. But I live my life. I go out in the sunshine every day. I go out in the rain every day. I go up to the farm, do my horses every day. It's wonderful. And that's what I do. I go out on missus. We do what we need to do. We walk the dogs. You know, she does all the shopping because that ain't my thing. But we live our lives as normal. And that's my advice to people is don't stay in your house. Get out there. Live your life as you would and as you want to. Yeah, you can't go on holiday abroad, but we've got a lovely country. Go around the country. They can't stop you doing that. They can't. If everybody did what I did, they wouldn't have a choice. They'd be fucked. You know. <laughs> you know. You just got to be you. And then, if you can, try and get with people that are like-minded. Have a gathering. Have a cup of coffee. Have a couple of beers. Have a couple of ciders. I don't know. Have a smoke. Whatever it is you do, go and do it with people that are like-minded. Have that bond. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I agree with both what Michael said and Max. And to add to that, I would say, look, 
um, if you go to the church, temple, mosque, whatever, you know, spiritual side, go for it. Don't be scared and stay indoors and think that what if, is because it is going to play in your head and say, what if I catch it? Because there are people out there that, um, you know, they don't, they don't believe the virus, but yet they still lock themselves in. So don't even think about what if that's the devil playing with you in your mind. And they playing with you, you know, the system, the programming on the TV. First, first, you know, you need to off that BBC news TV. It's irrelevant. You know, if you want to know what's going on, if that's if you want to know, you can read your articles and whatnot. But don't what go look into it too much. Live the life that the way you know you want to, like Max said, and um, Michael. So basically, you know, um, go and see your loved ones, go and see your family, friends. You know, don't let somebody dictate your life you know and be live in hope because what it is every time they throw a punch at us we need to throw a punch back at them by living our life normal to make them realize you know what they're trying everything they can but it's not affecting us at all because at the end of the day you know we're living our life normally going to see our friends family eating they could shop you know they can close all the shops and stuff that we enjoy and have but be creative, come up with new ideas, do different things, you know, and definitely every day, you know, even for 10 minutes, get out of your house, have a little walk, go around. If you, even if you don't even have a park in your road, go up and down, because I know for sure that people don't go out every day, Not that everybody doesn't have access to parks locally, you know, uh, or, you know, the local um, shops, supermarkets, but do something just at least once a day because living in your house as well as it's bad for your mental health, it's all bad for your oxygen too because you need oxygen because you're blocked on your, with the roof concrete around you. So going out and getting that fresh air and basically making sure it will make that big difference. You see that. So, you know, tomorrow take this conversation and then anyone that's listening to the podcast, basically, please do that. Go out and basically and um take that fresh air take that little walk it makes that big difference you know and if you if you like to go gym work out whatnot go for the jog don't listen to them you have to wear a mask and jog that's ridiculous we know that so do your jog without the mask and just you know let ignore them if anyone tries to stop you don't look at them you know you get the security you got the marshals ignore them and just get on with your business you know and you get out of the way of the police and the marshals and uh, they get out of your way you know and I don't think they want to be involved in stopping you and asking you what you're doing and whatnot because they know themselves that this is all corruption so you know this six-month lockdown does get extended you know go to the beach you know if they if they, which they're gonna most likely approve it go to the seaside go to the beach with your family and friends and enjoy to get your vitamin d's because only in the UK we, we're lucky if we get any sun weather and it's odd days and you got to make the most of it um those days that basically so don't ever feel hopeless and we're all here and that's what it's about this telegram um non-censored uh page is we're here we can speak to each other reach out to the admins make new friends on telegrams and then if you can if they're local you know build that trust and then meet them up and see, you know go out for like a takeaway coffee or tea and engage with each other you know i can give an example i met somebody from telegram spoke to them two weeks and then basically afterwards, um, they basically we we went for a drink and walk in the Olympic, you know, in, in the parks. And um, and I would suggest the same thing, you know, um, go out there and live 
your life because we have only one opportunity because we don't know what we're heading towards because I'm going to tell you I'm not being bad or anything I don't want to demotivate you but there's a big if if they be if they do win we're not going to even have this sort of freedom we have right now because I can see it being worse you know um, worse than lockdown basically you know so we need to enjoy what we have and um, you know there's no guarantee what's going to happen tomorrow I don't know the future none of us do but um, obviously we're going to keep continue battling and fighting and making those, you know, um, challenges to basically decline the government emergency laws and the corruption. And, you know, we have to live in hope, never lose that. On that point, uh, Iggy, I'd like to bring Factor into the conversation, introduce him to Michael yeah, and let him have uh, his take on um, what the lockdown's doing and see what see what he says. Factor? Yeah. Hey Michael, nice to nice to speak to you, mate. Um, I got a chance to listen to the podcast earlier today. Um, um Iggy Purp, it was brilliant. Um, it was really interesting. You got some fantastic ideas. It sounds like we were on the same page with loads of stuff, my man. Yeah, um, yeah. Cheers. Not a problem. Um, so, what, so, tell us what do you feel about the lockdown? You know, because obviously our our main topic is today of the lockdown news mm, that they've extended course. six months. How are you feeling? And, um, you know, what we just answered, what what advice would you give to the community out there to obviously not get demotivated and, you know, like Michael said, you know, not going, making sure your mental health goes poor. So, yeah, starting cool. off, obviously, how you feel about the lockdown being extended for six months? Well, obviously, we're all in a forum like this, debating this at this time of night. Um, so we've all got an interest and a passion in it to some degree. Um, I don't think there's many people on here who would argue that no one really expects to return back to normal anytime soon, and certainly not on the false timeline they've plopped out there. Um, they routinely drop little sort of morsels in for us. You might be able to go out and go to the pub. You might be able to do X, Y, and Z. And they use the word may. I think I was listening to Hugo speak earlier today. He seems to speak a lot of sense, but it's all it's all threats of freedom and bribery and then you know it's your own fault you're gaslighted if you don't get it but i think realistically they've increased this legislation for another six months but i was of the understanding it was for two and a half years but maybe i've got that wrong but i thought it was but realistically we've got an agenda on one half of the news telling us we get to do this with six people do this with three people go to the boozer with these people and then two hours later they release some bollocks like that suggesting that they've increased all of the the draconian powers i mean i just had a little read up on it in the express and apparently they they do have the powers to actually legally detain us if they think we're spreading the virus or we're not complying um, yep. which i didn't realize they actually had i know it was being legislated for but i didn't think that had passed but yeah i mean what do people really need more to wake up and see and I mean, I won't go on too long because I realise loads of people want I could rant about the nature of lockdown forever. But I'll just mm -hmm. say one, one, a couple of final things on it. In the first lockdown in the UK, 3.5 million people flew into the UK while we didn't go to funerals or we didn't get married or we didn't see our little babies born or fathers didn't attend their, their, their prenatal scans. Um, all manner of horrific things took place. And 3.5 million people so one thing i do know about the modeling for the lockdowns is that they don't include plane travel which is just insane and all of this is a calculated second bollocks 
So they will continually keep this going. We just need to fight this the best we can. I won't ramble on any more, but the one thing I will say before everyone opens up for questions is we all bring something to this equation. We all bring different force in our own right. It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're disabled in a wheelchair, whether you're a nutter, whether you are an academic, whether you just know this is bollocks. We all have a role to play in this civil disobedience, economically punishing the companies involved in implementing lockdown and masks. We have power. We can beat these people. Don't be deflated. Absolutely. Definitely agree. What do you say to that one then, Michael? <laughs> Sorry? What do you say to that? Yeah, no, he's absolutely right. 100%. 100%. What I was going to um, touch on, going back to um, what we were talking about just before, um, one of the things that I think people should do as well to help themselves is if you're visiting people that are COVID idiots, for want of a better word, then that that fills you with negativity because you believe they're wrong and you believe that they're, you know, they're, they're following the wrong path. So what we need to do is people like us, what we're doing now, like I, I must speak to a dozen people every day who who have no one to speak to who think like us. They're, they're caught in a trap where where they're not surrounded by like-minded people. They're, they're the only one in their family or they're the, you know, the only person in their area. Um, find like-minded people. Come on places like this where we are. You know, go on to our chats. Join in with people. Join in with people that think the same as you. And this is what happened at the weekend because there were so many of us and we all believed the exact same thing. The energy was so positive that, if you surround yourself with negative people, with people like I visit my my family members that think like me, and we can talk like like we're talking tonight, and we can have that conversation. When I visit family members that don't think like me, the conversation you have to limit it to what you can say, what you can talk about. So, my recommendation to everyone who's listening is find people on here on Facebook on what whatever social media you use. If they're in your area, even better, like like you did, Iggy, meet meet up with them, go for a coffee, and you know, flash this rubbish out between you. Meet up with like-minded people. That's what you've got to do. If you meet up with people on the other side of the fence, they will bring your energy down. Totally yeah, agree. I totally agree. Well, well, yeah, well done. Could I say one tiny thing? Sorry, that I'll shut yeah, up. Yeah, go I'm ahead. Terrible for ranting, but if you if we all sit back and consider. How many new friends have you made this calendar year compared to the calendar year before? And think yep. about how important it is for our humanity to keep those connections, that buzz, whatever you want to look at it. Look at it in a new age spiritual way, the electric pulses, look at it however you want. But basically, we need, we're human beings, we're herd animals, we need each other, we need people, we need touch. And Crikey, I'm not saying you have to have sex with the people you meet in the park while you're walking your dog or whatever. But, you know, just give them a hug, a handshake. Let's get some normality back. Show to your kids that this is normal. I say to my little girl, look, when you're out in the park, you can't run up to older people because they think you're going to kill them. She was like, why is that, Daddy? I said, it's a long story. But at the end of the day, just don't worry about it. Do I said, 
it's absolutely fine. You continue your life as normal. You wash your hands after you've been to the toilet before you have your dinner. Nothing's changing when you're at my house. You, you, you live your way you do. It's your home. You live this way. And we can all do a bit of that, but let's all introduce our kids to their version of a birthday party, running around a park, meeting another kid, doing that stuff. Because there yeah. seems to be some humanity left with the children mixing when I'm out and about in the countryside. And I think we all need to kind of cherish that and encourage it so that those children get... And remember, a year of no development at the age of 5, 6, 9, 12, 14. Think about your life at that age and the things you experience. It's so important that we have that love and that contact. And we've got such a very powerful group, man. We can kick ass when we get together. Definitely. Wonderful little touch. And um, I want to say one last bit before we go Q&A and get ready to answer some questions. Michael, Max and everyone, um, fact check, sorry, everyone's questions. So uh, basically one last bit I want to uh, conclude to our conversation today before we open up the Q&A. Uh, I see some hands up. Um, so not long now. So basically, I want you all in this group that listening and listening in the podcast that I want you to next time go out there when you're not wearing your mask, when you see an individual that is um, basically not wearing a mask and a person that's wearing a mask, smile at them, remind them, remind them. I mean, it feels like to smile and then think, what have I got on myself? I can't even smile back. So I'd smile at the ones that even not wearing the mask and say to them, they'll smile back at you. I promise you, unless they had a bad day in the office or they don't <laughs> even have an office, do they? Uh, they're working from home. But anyways, um, so basically they'll smile back at you. I, I've experienced that since this um, mad world that we're living and moving forward and, you know, living in London, and there's like a lot of people wearing masks left, right, centre. But even if they're not wearing masks, if they give you eye contact, the ones that are wearing masks, give them a smile. And then just give them a reminder of the life that we live and life that we choose to live and, you know, go forward with it. So um, everyone try that, you know, next time you go out tomorrow and smile at somebody, whether they're wearing the mask or not, and give them a reminder. And smile is a form of charity. Also remember that. So we're going to open up the um, Q&A now. So any, anyone that wants to chat now, please feel free. Again, um, just um, any questions you want to ask any of us, please feel free but keep it brief so we can give everyone opportunity to talk so so far I'll, I'll open up a positive reaction marshall he's been waiting for a while and anyone else wants to join the queue i'll select and give you an opportunity to talk okay so i'm just gonna unmute you now yeah welcome to the chat tonight please feel free to yes yes good 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 night gentlemen good night respect the positive talking and the positive vibration what I'd like to bring to the call it panel is the UK Health Security Agency oh, yeah. permanently, permanently standing capacity to prevent, plan, and respond to threats of health. What do you think about that? And can you give some feedback to the people and regard to me? This is a very, very serious thing. You are absolutely right, my friend. I, I saw that, was it only yesterday? Um, I hadn't even done a video about it yet. Absolutely unbelievable. Unbelievable. That the, the, they are making our medical health laws, they are making it like criminal, which is, it's all part of this whole COVID thing. But that, they, they want to take you away because they feel that you are going to be a, da a danger to other people. 
and this, this they're rolling it in and stuff like that, guys. It's it sneaks under, you know. <laughs> that that yeah. just got rolled in like, and and no one's hardly speaking about it, and they just slid it under. I'm like, oh come on! At the same time, they're talking about a COVID ID to go to the pub. Meanwhile, they're bringing in a task force to to attack your me- your medical history, your medical treatment. You know, it's ridiculous, guys. I've got something to say about that. Um, I, we've all seen the NHS post on the pages, our page and lots of other pages where they're saying you can opt out with your medical uh, records being spread over everywhere where everybody, i.e. in the government, can see them. This is all part of uh, what Positive Reaction Marshall's saying. Um, I rang up, I seen it, I looked at it and I rang up my local surgery today and I spoke to the surgery manager at quite length about it and said, you know, I'm not happy with my medical private records between me and my GP being spread across the government and uh, government agencies being able to look at it. And what she told me verbatim, she said, it's against the law. They cannot do that. And we've heard nothing about it. As yet, that's what she told me. So I sent her the link that's been posted just about everywhere about the NHS. And I'm waiting to hear back from her about it. But she told me categorically today that there's no way my medical records, even if I went to hospital, they would have to ask permission before they could release my records from my GP and me. And that's my bit. Okay, so positive. How 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 are you feeling about what they did? They extended the lockdown for another six months. Well, in all honesty, it's no surprise. Yeah. Because if if you listen to people like Mick and various other platforms out there, it's very predictable, my brother. It's very predictable. So we can't really act like we're surprised. Okay. Because so, but, they have an agenda, and so the agenda yeah. needs to be fulfilled. That's fine. Oh, yeah, that's, it's no surprise, Rebella. No of surprise. Course, obviously, we, we're not surprised at all. So would you like to add anything that we haven't mentioned, Max and Fact Check Michael, uh, Michael or myself, um, about anything that you can give positive about the lockdown, trying to basically not put themselves down? Anything that you want to add extra that we haven't yeah, covered? Maybe I'll, give you, I'll give you one more one yeah, more that'll sentence. That'll be your last bit, then we can give some Yes, after. yes. Go ahead. All I would say is, is I tell my friends and people them that it's an illusion. Don't buy into it. Just live your everyday normal life and just hold back and can't do nothing more than live. Don't, don't afraid for die. Live. Simple. Okay. Wonderful. Thank you very, very much for um, and thank you getting too. involved. You have a lovely evening. And um, I, I, hope I'm still listening, yeah. I hope you continue to listen. So um, we're going to let somebody else chat. Take care. All right. Good night. Thank you. Good night. So um, anyone else would like to get involved and ask a question? Please feel free. Put your hands up. If you put the hands up button. Um, I believe Hellfire wanted to ask. Um, so I'm going to uh, let him ask the question. Hellfire, please keep it short and brief. Ask a question to any of us and we'll answer it to our best abilities. Thank you. Hello, thank you for your time. Um, good feature from Michael. Um, I live relatively near, I'm not going to disclose where. Um, I appreciate I've been listening to your conversations over the last couple of nights. I think your uh, revolution 
I think it's transformative. And the thing that I would like to ask you directly is um, how do you see, because I have a young daughter and I'm most concerned about this entire journey for the sake of my daughter and obviously for my own mental well-being, but how can we structure a plan other than the obvious thing of self-sustaining? How can we, as this group, how can we, what can we all do? What can I do with you? What can I do with Icky? What can we all do? to start a movement that can fundamentally change the society that we live in. I know it's a big ask, but I'm just, if you don't have an answer, fine, but I'm just asking randomly. I know it's a big ask. Wow. Um, listen, if, if I had an answer, I would love to share it with you. This is what I've been saying for a year now. I do not know, you know, I do not know the way out of this. I do not know how we win this war. I know we will win it, I just don't know how. Can I ask you, sorry to interrupt, can I ask you how you know that you will win it? What research have you done? What beliefs do you have that can convey the fact that you definitely, because that's what I hope that happens. I need to believe that that's going to happen for the future of obviously my daughter's life. Um, well, the book of Revelations, you know, I'm not, I'm not a Christian. My sister is. Um, the book of Revelations, she's been telling me that this has been coming for the last 30 years and you know it's here it's upon us and good always wins over evil and we are the good and they are the evil so we have to win but we have to one of the things i've been saying since day one is refuse the vaccine as long as you can because their plan depends on us all taking it and depends on us all following their rules if we refuse and steadfast as long as we can, then I'm hoping, I'm hoping that their plan will begin to fall apart. There's already cracks in it. We can all see the cracks. That's why, that's why it gives me confidence, especially when they do this, this blatant lying to people, telling them that, that the vaccine's the way out and then, oh no, it's not really. Guys, you know, the cracks are in their, in their plan and we are going to win, trust me. Thank you. Thank you very much, Hellfire. I appreciate it for your questions and input. Um, so anyone else wants to ask a question to any of us, please put your hands up and um, then we can go forward and um, give everyone else a chance to speak. So anyone wants to ask any other questions? Any questions? No hands? Everyone seems to be shy. Oh, we've got one person. Jason uh, wants to have ask a question, so I'm going to let Jason speak. Uh, please keep it brief, Jason, and um, uh, you know, keep it one or two questions. We don't want to want to give other people a chance to talk. Thank you. You can speak, Jason. You need to unmute yourself. Hello, uh, brother. Can you hear me now? Yep. Yep. Hey, uh, nice to meet you guys. Nice to chat to you. Um, Mick, I've been listening to you for about a good year now. So, top bloke, thank you for all what you do. And uh, my pleasure. I share your videos as much as I can with the family. And uh, to you, all you other guys, fantastic, all of you, really. Um, it's nice to know there's people out there that you can chat to that are on the same sort of level because it's difficult, you know, with the family. Uh, I've managed to sort of convince most of my family, but my wife, unfortunately, got the vaccine. Um, she did it behind my back, um, wouldn't, didn't tell me. Um, we're not living together at the moment. 
Because we, uh, we, we, we Jason, we just want to keep it brief. Any questions for him? Sorry. Just yeah, so. sorry, I'm going on a bit tonight. Okay, yeah, my question is then, um, not about lockdowns and all that. We know what's going on there. Um, I've been awake for about 20 years now. But yeah, my question is, what's your take? Anybody can answer, really. What's your take on the Trump situation? You know, do you believe this Q movement thingy or do you think it's a psyop? That's to Eddie. I'll give you my opinion on that, my five pence worth. I've, I've mentioned it in a lot of my videos. It was nice to be to have believed that it was true, but they've been telling us so many things are going to happen over the last year. None of them have happened. You know, it's like, oh, it'll happen by October. Oh, it'll happen by December. Oh, it'll happen in January. And here we are. It's going to happen in April, I believe now. But it doesn't happen. So do not hold your breath on Donald Trump. The guy has gone into the sunset. We have got to make our own future, guys. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, it's a big psyop. I would like to add to that, Michael. Um, that basically it's just trying to get your divert and attention away from the whole COVID thing. And it's also to also divide and conquer. So it's not just they're not trying to attack us with the COVID and divide us. They're also dividing us through these American politics. And as a UK resident, I would advise you not to get involved in their politics. Um, I don't know if you agree with me or not, Michael and Max, but it's best to stay away from it and um, focus on our own country you know how we can improve how we can help our small community because lockdown has affected so many people's mental health their property jobs pubs uh, supermarkets the private stores all gone because they can't afford it because of the lockdown because people are not going to the shops because they have to shut down because of they're trying to follow the rules so let's focus on our own country and not be um you know distracted by the q on project and what's going on you know if it happens it happens if it doesn't you know we know that it's 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 it's, it's a another distraction but i wouldn't advise you to look into it too much jason but again thank you very much for your question and getting involved in tonight's chat um next person we'll make this the last question um so anyone else would like to ask this is the last question to michael max myself and um, fact check. Um, if you want to basically ask anyone, please feel free to ask the question. And this will be the last one for today. Anyone? Any takers? I think everyone's shy today, aren't they, Michael? Yeah, yeah. Um, this was very short notice for a lot of the guys on my page. No, no, no. I know, I know. I, I mean, I didn't plan to, but then when I heard it, because lockdown is not uh, something small it's quite big yeah 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 absolutely I, I absolutely because it's a fresh topic i thought i'd cover it today and uh, we can discuss about it and um how people are feeling give the opportunity to everyone to have their have their say too you know well as ours say yeah you know and you, you know you're quite inspirational and i thought oh. you know thank you for coming out you know very short notice you oh, like, always a pleasure listen always you know, a pleasure anytime you know, you've, you've given good valid points to everybody so um if anyone else no one else is asking any questions we will actually close anything else you want to conclude uh, michael for tonight anything you want to say to the people here that are listening yeah yeah i do actually um go ahead you know i know we're talking about the covid i know we're talking about the lockdown but we must not forget touching on on what the last guy just said um we must not forget 
the ruling elite are satanic pedophile child killers okay so we can worry about our own problems yes but we must not forget who rules over us we must not forget about the, the human trafficking that goes on and has been going on this whole covid stuff has been a complete distraction from what they are doing no one's caring about maxwell or epstein or prince andrew or you know the royal family it's just been washed to the side because we're all worried about oh we're in lockdown we're in lockdown now the one thing that q did do was keep bringing it to the surface and that's what we've got to keep doing guys we've got to not forget that they are still trafficking children they are still having their satanic rituals it's still going on even while we're in lockdown they are still doing it so the war is us against them good against evil don't let the covid distract you from what is still going on in the world guys definitely i totally agree max do you want to conclude the conversation today anything for the people that are listening um please feel free to add yeah all, all i got to say basically is listen to what michael's just said he's right in that respect and all i want to add to that is get yourselves out there get in the sunshine get out in the rain live your lives and don't wear their bloody masks 100 <laughs> percent. definitely 100 percent. fact check this so do you want to conclude your conversation for tonight and let everyone else know what anything else you want to say for tonight Oh, it's interesting to hear people talk as always just keep your positivity folks and keep your eyes peeled and i don't know two quotes i can think of there's funny enough one of them is ronald reagan i never thought i'd end up quoting but i think he said um was it freedom is only ever a generation away from being lost and price of freedom is eternal vigilance just watch what these people are doing man and be careful and keep your wits about you and you know don't risk anything that's too much we've got family we've got kids play sensible but we only we can all do our bit. We've all got different parts to play. We'll be these parts to Wonderful. Thank you very much, lads. And um, so basically, I want to basically conclude the conversation today. Say thank you for all three of you for getting involved and giving your input and obviously answering questions. That's been very helpful. And again, I'd like to conclude with basically, please do that smile you know, and and see how you get your reaction. Make that difference. Smile is a form of charity. Stay positive. Get out of your house. Don't stay indoors because it's, you know, the weather's picking up now slowly with the sun coming out. Get your vitamins, Ds, and um, stay positive. Live in hope, you know. And you know what? You've got to remember you're not on your own. You've got us. And um, obviously, until our next chat, um, I'm going to conclude here now, end the conversation. And um, again, guys, thank you very much, everyone. Have a lovely evening. And until next time, we'll talk and we have our next session. Thank you, everyone. Good night, everybody. Good night.